As practitioners, we have the honor of knowing the truth of your being for you when you might be a little shaky on the subject. We, along with all the practitioners, are available for prayer support. Please send us a private chat today or find links to connect with us on the website cslolympia.org. I have behind me a lighted candle signifying the light which burns within all of us all the time. Today I claim there is only one, one life, one energy, one love, and while this one is all there is, it is both endlessly changing and amazingly diverse. Both simple and complex, this one we call God, spirit, the universe, whatever you want to call it, it is the source of everything. And as everything is everything, it is my source, the seed of my creation and the creation itself. I am also one of the created, one of the change and diversity that forms this world in which we all live. We are all one of this simple truth. We, each of us, are one of this one. I love wrapping my head around this truth, this truth that says even as we evolve, grow, and learn, there is bedrock beneath us, bedrock which is never changing, bedrock made of universal love, wholeness, goodness, and abundance, to say the least. It is our source and our unity. I love knowing that no matter what any one of us believes, does, or feels, this bedrock is still under our feet. There are days when I am barefoot on this bedrock, feeling intimately connected to my source and full of power. And there are days when I've got those lovely three-inch platforms on, or maybe even, I think, floating above on my own journey. Those days I may not feel very connected to God, but that is my perception, not truth. Spirit is always beneath, within, around, inseparable from who and what we all are and who and what we are becoming. Unlike a caterpillar or an oak tree, we can change our thinking and change our lives, but, and, that same creative yes, that same bedrock is powering each change with the inevitable movement toward good. We call that grace. The law says yes to our words, our intentions, and in this grace we can depend, excuse me, we can depend on lives of fulfillment, goodness, wholeness, and love. I am filled with gratitude for the understanding of my own unity with that unchanging yet ever-evolving source. My faith and grace, the pull of all change toward good, is my bedrock. I live in thanksgiving consciousness at all times as I see this love, wholeness, goodness, and abundance reflected in this community and in the world. On days when my sight is less clear, I rejoice in feeling my feet firmly on the bedrock of God and know I am always on the path, even when I can't see it. I now release these words into the law, the law which always says yes, the law which embodies my consciousness, operating instructions, uploaded, manifesting, commencing. That's our commitment to transformation, which is our, our theme for today, that we are committing to, to have a shift in our heart, to have a shift. This whole month, 
oops, excuse me, we've, this whole month we've been looking at um, open to possibilities, being open to possibilities. And, and this is the last Sunday we can be open to possibilities. Starting uh, at, at the end of this month, possibilities all close up. Uh, so get your possibilities now. Right now they're on sale. They're, on, you know, they're easy to get. Uh, after this, um, I, I don't know what's going to happen. But, um, but anyway, so we've been looking at being open to possibilities, infinite possibility. We live in a universe of infinite possibility. We just don't know how to tap into it all the time. And, and one of the ways we can tap into it is today's talk, which is co to commit to transformation. Commit to transformation. And those are two words that terrify most people or many people. Commit, commit. And, and commit simply means to carry into action deliberately. We do it all the time. We don't have to be afraid to commit. You know, I, I, you know, I commit to go to the store. So I get into my car and I go to the store. Uh, I don't waver about it. I don't wonder about it. I don't have to sit there and, and work through my you know, stuff about it. I just do it. You know, um, if I want a piece of chocolate, I just walk over to uh, the little bit of chocolate that's left over from the Easter baskets from a week ago uh, that are still sitting in my house and have another piece of chocolate. We do this all the time. So when we strongly desire something, we're willing to take action toward it. And the only thing that'll stop us is either fear. Um, I love that opening song from, from Brent and Amy, the, um, the uh, Dino Valenti song. Uh, fear is the only thing that will stop us. Uh, there uh, wasn't quite the lyric, but um, that's what it is. It's either fear or it's a belief that we can't do it, usually based on beliefs of inadequacy. Who am I? I'm not good enough, all that stuff. When we remember that we are sourced by, when we are tapped into, in fact, we are expressions of an infinite source of power, of love, of wisdom, of energy, of creativity, of resources of all sorts. When we remember that that is the truth of who we are, we begin to remember that we can never be inadequate. We can never be not good enough because God isn't inadequate or not good enough. And what's, if it ain't true of God, it ain't true of me. So because we are not just limited to our human in individuality, we can also access our divinity. And that's how we can commit, that's how we can move forward. And that brings us to that other scary word, to, to transformation which means to change in composition or structure. And it doesn't mean we're going to end up as, as, you know, wandering monks in the desert or something like that. It just means that we're going to shift. We're going to have um, that other scary word, C word, change, ch 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 changes, you know. We all know that change is a constant in the universe. And as Ernest Holmes says, evolution is always moving us forward. All evolution is always forward, which means we can see as more and more and more of the divine nature that we are and that the universe is opens up. It's being revealed. It's being expressed. Yet many of us forget this. And we, I, I have a friend of mine, Melissa Felipe. I think she actually was a guest speaker uh, a couple of years ago. And she has this wonderful song says, yeah, it's called Kicking and Screaming Down the Path of Transformation. And we can go kicking and screaming down the path of transformation if we want. Or... We can go with willingness and openness. See, true transformation, true transformation is the revealing and the expressing of more of our God nature. 
our infinite and immortal self, which is who we truly are. Emma Curtis Hopkins says, I am my own idea of God. Take that in for a moment. I am my own idea of God. And so what is my idea of God? Is it an expansive, loving, absolutely infinite presence? Or is it a limited, judgmental, wants you to suffer, to, to, to prove yourself good enough to you know, fly around its throne while playing a harp and, you know, at the end of, uh, of your life? What is your own idea of God? And thus, what is your own idea of yourself? I got to look at this for myself recently. This is always embarrassing when the minister has to admit that uh, they might have been stuck somewhere, but <clears throat> I was stuck somewhere. I just took delivery of a, of a brand new couch, and it's the nicest and most expensive piece of furniture I've ever bought in my whole life. And right away, even before it was delivered, I was getting buyer's remorse. You know, it got triggered. Oh, I shouldn't have bought it. Oh, my old, my old couch was still okay. Sure, my back hurt from lack of support every time I sat in it. And, and it was dark and my, and my consciousness is moving more towards lighter things. But I could make do. I could make do. And I could hear my parents' paradigm speaking through me about this. And I also remembered the same conversation from three years ago when I bought my Miata. Three days afterwards, I had this panic attack and I wanted to drive it back to the dealership and say, no, no, take it back. I, I can't afford it. I don't think I can, you know, all that stuff. I did not do that, by the way. I'm still happy about that fact that I did not do that. But something else happened. Something else happened. See, during my couch search, when I was looking for it, I went into Selden's Furniture downtown. And Selden's Furniture is a store that I would never normally go to because they have expensive furniture there, and I'm not an expensive furniture kind of guy. I'm a make-do kind of guy. I'm a get-by kind of guy with just, you know, it's good enough. That was my self-image. But I forced myself to go in there to up-level my consciousness. And while I was looking around at things, I walked into this display of a bedroom set. And everything in me, when I saw that bedroom set, went, ooh. My heart leapt. My heart, it, just, it just went, ooh. And then I turned around really quickly and walked out of that display because I knew it was expensive. And I couldn't see a way of how I, was, I could afford it. And besides, I was here to buy a couch which was already pushing my I shouldn't have this much good button. You know, Gary Simmons, who many of us have, have studied with, Gary Simmons talks about the difference between transition and transformation. Transition is the gradual improvement of your existing human condition. And it's a good thing. It's a gradual improvement of our existing human condition. Transformation, on the other hand, is waking up and remembering that we're not really human beings after all. We're, work, we're, we're not working to gradually improve our condition, but we are an already fully awake spiritual being creating life in human form. It's waking up from the dream. One of the metaphors he, he gives is transition is being in a dream where you think you're drowning and finally getting yourself to safety and, and, and working all that out. Transformation is waking up and realizing you're in your own bed and you were, never were wet or drowning or any of that experience, and you're perfectly safe. 
I got to look at the fact that for the last couple of months, I've been wanting to buy a couple of dressers from Ikea uh, to go in my room. I have a couple of, of damaged ones that were uh, uh, damaged in my move here along with my bed. And I've, I've you know, kind of been wanting to replace them. And, and my next door neighbor is ready to you know, head to, uh, up to Ikea with his pickup truck and me and, and do an Ikea run. But one of those has been out of stock for this last two months. And then on Friday, when I looked, the other one is now out of stock too. Be aware that I'm not talking about furniture here. I'm talking about consciousness. Furniture is only the background. It's the foil uh, in which this is happening. So Friday night, I had this hit. I, was, I don't know what stimulated, but I had this hit about why it was out of stock. And it was out of stock because it wasn't what I really wanted in my bedroom. Gary Simmons says the universe, he, has, he teaches this class that says nothing and no one is against you, but he says the universe is against who you are not. In other words, it supports your authentic expression and resists your inauthentic expression. The universe is against who we are not. And what my heart really wants is that bedroom set that I saw in Selden's, the one I couldn't even let myself consider because I didn't know how I was going to afford it. And besides, it's too extravagant for me. I mean, it's just too nice. I'm, I'm a just-get-by kind of guy. Unfortunately for that thinking, that kind of thinking, I've been deeply immersed in working with Emma Curtis Hopkins' works and, and writings and thinkings. I'm leading a year-long uh, mystic group that that's, uh, has that as one of the cores of it. I myself am in a class with other ministers uh, looking at the works of Emma. And so I have this, this, this transformative thinking and, and stuff going on in my life. I've been committed to transformation for the last several months. And when you're committed to real transformation, when you're living daily with ideas like there is a good for me and I ought to have it, and there is no lack or limitation in God, and stand in your spiritual authority, when you're living with that old limited stinking thinking can't survive. And what's worse is I know this minister who keeps on telling people that the what is yours and the how is God's. We get to pick the what and the how is God's. I hate it when my own words come back to me. You know, I hate that. So I've had to look at, I am my own idea of God. And so what is my idea of God, including God as me? Does God just get by? Does God hold itself back from expressing its true nature? Have you looked at the stars in the sky lately? Have you looked at the amount of rain that's falling right at the moment? You know, there is no lack or limitation in God. Am I just a little limited human being doing, doomed to having a life I don't really want? Must I suffer and hold myself back because others aren't living fully and freely? The answer to all that is no. No, no. One of the most powerful transforming questions I know is, what does God as me want in this situation? What does God as me want in this circumstance, in this situation? Envisioning, we ask. Envisioning is a process of tapping into the infinite the wisdom, the infinite mind, if you will. Envisioning, we ask, what is God's highest idea here? And as we talked about last week, 
What must I embrace? What must I embody? What must I become? As well as what must I release and let go of for this vision, for this idea to manifest? See, on one level, I don't really care if I get that bedroom set because it's not about the bedroom set. It's about the greater gift, which is listening to my authentic self. It's having that pop where I finally said, I've been living, I've been walking around kind of with this you know, lid on me for all my life. Guess what? The lid's off. And it's not just about furniture. It's about everything. It's about everything. The gift is listening to my authentic self and not settling for my old patterns where I've been limiting God as me. Not doing that anymore. My question to you is, where are you doing this? Where are you listening to your old patterns instead of listening to your authentic self? Take a breath. Breathe that in. When we commit to transformation by really doing our spiritual practices, by really doing our work, listening in meditation, speaking to God in prayer, studying and embodying powerful teachings, and paying attention, living mindfully. So you notice stuff like, this isn't coming, this isn't coming, this isn't coming, there's a reason. When we do that process, transformation will happen. It will flow. It will be, relatively speaking, easy. And we free ourselves up to live more authentic, more joyful, more powerful lives. I invite you to commit to transformation. So this week, that's our one of our uh, three spiritual practices. The first one is commit to transformation. Make a commitment. Yes, I am willing to commit, even if I don't know what that means, what that looks like, but I'm willing to do what it takes. It's going to happen anyways. We're all going to transform anyways. So just say yes instead of hiding or kicking and screaming. When we say yes to transformation, the battle starts to end, the resistance starts to end. We can relax because this fight that we've been trying to hold on to, just who I am and what I am and what I have right now and what I believe is over. I'm willing to let spirit expand itself through and as me. So that's the first practice, commit to transformation. The second one, spend time sitting with the question, what is God wanting to express in my life or in this situation? You might look at your whole life. You might look at a particular you know, situation, big or small. You know, most people would not consider a bedroom set, you know, earth-shattering stuff. But I can learn spiritual mind truth or spiritual truth just through how I handle that. How we do one thing in life is how we do everything in life. So what is God wanting to express in my life in this situation? And ask to be shown what to release and what to embrace and embody. That's the second practice. Then the third one is be, be willing. Be willing. Say yes. You don't have to know how or try to figure it out. Just be willing. We're committing. We're spending time sitting with a question and asking that question. And then we're willing to say yes to what shows up for that. Are you willing to play with that this, this week? Cool. It, trust me, it'll shift you. I can't tell you how free I feel in the last couple of days as, I'm, as this popped. And this is not the only pop I've had, as some of you know, because I've shared it before. I'm going to close with a pair of quotes. The first one comes from Michael Beckwith, who says, Visioning is always for self-transformation. It's always to shift our perception of reality. If you remember last week, we talked about 
in, in the closing quote, that the vision is already so. We're not trying to make it so, we're trying to make ourselves open to what is already so. So this process goes on forever. We just become bigger and bigger places for it to express through. And then the second quote is from Emma Curtis Hopkins. Take a breath. Miracles are your birthright. That is what your hope tells you, and your hope is correct. Breathe that in. We have an affirmation to help to anchor this in. And so if you'll say this together with me. I relax and behold God's grace unfolding as my life. One more time. I relax and behold God's grace unfolding as my life. And so it is. Closing prayer. And in that sense of gratitude, in that sense of heart opening, in that sense of arms wide open, I recognize the infinite presence that is one, that is a wholeness, expressing as a multiplicity, as Buffy so beautifully put it, that is each and every one of us. Each and every one of us are always one of this infinite presence, whether we remember it or forget it, know it or have never heard about that. We still are one of that infinite presence. And so I speak my word that this week we allow that transformation of our thought, our shift in perspective to more deeply, powerfully, beautifully see and experience our wholeness, our oneness with an absolutely infinite source of all good. that this blankets everything we do this week. We make that commitment to shift, not the outer, but the inner, knowing that as we shift the inner, the outer changes. And so we remember the truth that we are God in form. We are love in form, wholeness in form, beauty in form, wisdom in form abundant good in form. We are that. It is our true nature. And so in gratitude, we just simply acknowledge that and let all the mm, expressions that come out of that show up in our lives. And so I release this word into what we call the law, the process that manifests, that moves things. It, it, It is the process that takes care of the how even when we forget, we let it be. And so it is.